0: Howdy, Gwen Frey. How you doing? I am good. How are you? You know, I'm not too bad. Things <laughs> things are fine. could not complain.
1: <laughs> it's been another slow news week, which is, you know, bad for us.
0: Hell it's better when us. there's
1: controversy, because then we can, you know, talk about it and show.
0: Yeah, this is what happens when you base a whole show around the idea of, we'll just talk about things that happen.
1: And then yeah. Well, I mean, there is things that have happened, like... And the thing is, this should be... <laughs> Alright, Epic okay. announced that they are putting a hundred million dollars into a fund to uh, fund people who are doing eSport competitions.
0: Yeah. If, you, it's, if you're going to be running a Fortnite eSport competition, they're yet to announce what competitions are going to get this money, but this is just prize pool money that they're going to dish out. Like, well, here we have got a hundred million we got laying around. Here's fucking a million of it. Still got $99 million more lying around.
1: At first when I heard that, I was blown away. And then I started thinking about game dev budgets in general. And I'm like, that's a budget for a AAA title. Yeah, like the like, budget for not, an entire like, title. That's, at first it was like, "Oh, you're putting $100 million into this. And then I thought about the kind of money that they throw around. And I'm like, well, you know, like I, I've been in pitch meetings where we've asked for a couple million. And I've like worked on a game that was, that cost more than that. And I'm, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, you know... I, I suddenly, I seeded that money into the kind of money that Epic probably thinks about and these people think about on a day-to-day basis. And I'm like, yeah, I can see why that's actually not as big news as uh, I initially thought. I mean, it still sounds like that that's
0: quite the, like, if that's an entire game's budget, right? Yeah. That's still throwing, like, that's still Epic saying, well, we're not going to make that game, whatever that is. We're going to put it into eSports for Fortnite. Not even into Fortnite. Just into prize pools for people to win.
1: Well, I mean, think about it. They've pretty much made that decision already when they shut down Paragon and all their other... Like, moved literally every bit of staff they have onto Fortnite. They're pretty much like, True. this is our... Th- we're, we picked our pony from the pack here. That pony's doing good. It's winning all the races. <laughs> uh,
0: it's just weird. It, it's... And also, it's not... It doesn't sound like... They're not doing like what Blizzard have done, which is create their own league and run their own league and do it like the Overwatch League is Blizzard, and mm-hmm. they sell the the rights for that are currently with Twitch, but that's not a permanent deal. And- oh,
1: but Blizzard's leaned into this. I mean, they have they've had uh, StarCraft Forever. They've they're a company that makes multiple games that are esports and they plan to keep making games that are esports for the foreseeable future and if you look at their current games like they from the beginning what did they have they had starcraft they were probably the first esport starcraft over in korea and stuff yeah um like they've every for the most part every game they've made has been in this esport um area whereas epic they because they're their primary their primary thing up until recently has been selling their engine and, and leveraging their engine and other developers, right? Mm. Um, so in, in a huge part of how Epic works in their engine is that they make a, a large number of different games. Like when when Unreal 2 first came out, or I, I remember back in the day, the biggest gripe about Unreal was always that it uh, was a great engine for making shooters and nothing else. And that was because Epic mostly made shooters. Mm-hmm. And I think a huge part of Unreal taking over the market and becoming a much stronger engine was that Epic started making a diverse range of kinds of games. And if they if they buckle down on Fortnite and they just keep making only Fortnite, uh, their engine will go stale and they'll lose that part of that market. And that's that's where they they live, right? Like that's their. I, if you look at their long term strategy and where they are, I, I think they're they're pretty into the idea of growing the engine in their tech. They're a tech company. They're not a game company. Whereas Blizzard is a game company
0: yeah very true i mean i guess blizzard they've had their esports competitions for a while based around each of their properties but i guess more my point is that rather than setting up like their own official tournament and having complete control over that They're saying, well, we'll give you money for your prize. Well, from what I've read, it's we'll give you money for your prize pool, but someone else will run and cover all the costs and potential. Like Blizzard have had all sorts of PR, not good things coming out of the Blizzard League that they've had to deal with and they've had to work all that stuff out. So I don't know.
1: It's also just, like, imagine how much you'd have to staff up to run an eSports league. And then imagine you put all this effort and energy into staffing up and making a league of your own, right? Like, hiring all those people, doing all that work. Then as soon as you have that, and the only game you've made that's an eSport is Fortnite. You don't really have plans, and you're not really working on another eSport. So in two or three years, when Fortnite is second fiddle to some other game... uh, and it's on the decline, then what right now you're gonna yeah. lay off all those people and you've put all this energy into this ramp up just to ramp down again. I think this makes great sense like all of this makes total sense to me
0: hmm it's I mean again it it feels like another like it's not something they had to do these competitions would probably happen anyway it kind it feels like another thing of epic coming out and saying, yep, we're the most popular thing and we've got loads of money <laughs>
1: um that's true i mean i'm sure they thought about it and they were uh this is definitely going to encourage different people who are already making uh these competitions to include fortnite i mean they probably would have anyway i don't know you're it right also, there is an argument that they shouldn't have bothered at all
0: well but not i mean necessarily they shouldn't have bothered but i mean there was definitely uh just again this is anecdotal me just looking at twitch There was an even further uptake in the amount of people playing Twitch when this was announced, because now everyone wants to be a pro player, because uh, Epic have come out and said, we're investing this much money that you could potentially win into if you're the best at this game. And this game's still relatively new, so there are pro players out there, but there's not really that established base. So that's another thing that kind of works in their favor, where there's now however many billions of people that are playing this game there's a part in the back of your head that goes "Ooh, i could be a pro player i should play even more
1: yeah that does like it makes sense what they just did my god like i and it's weird because i keep going through this whiplash where i'm like a hundred million dollars holy shit if you think of that in terms of you as an individual that's Mm. obviously almost impossible to wrap your mind around you're like i could (laughs) buy so many empanadas but uh, i don't even
0: know what an empanada is but i'd probably buy a few
1: yeah like a handful at least yeah i'll just find out what they are yeah <laughs> and then you think of it as like an indian you're like i would kill for like 20 grand for like this project and then yeah. you think of it as like a AAA person it, or if you if you step back and you think of it in the terms of like the scale of a game and how much modern games cost in in real dollars for for mm. some of these bigger titles i'm like yeah that's a that's a chunk of money like it's weird to but you have to be able to put your head in those different spaces you know
0: yeah i mean it's it's definitely a strong investment on their part to create that esports community with less effort than creating your own league or creating your own tournaments or doing anything like you just Put that money out there and say, "Okay, come to us with your tournament, and uh, we'll decide whether we're going to give you any of this money or not."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As a prize thing,
1: it's also so just it's definitely like going to spin that up a lot. Big round number, too. It's yeah, not like, sounds good. Yeah, a hundred million dollars. It was brilliant. So that was like a, that was the big thing that got announced this week, and it didn't even really get that much press coverage, which was shocking. Um, it did. on
0: twitter with streamers was where i saw it a lot
1: yeah you're way more plugged into that community
0: yeah within that community as that is the game that most people play it definitely Mm -hmm. got quite a lot of traction i mean you've had season four of their season (laughs) basedness
1: Dude, you are so much more plugged into what actual gamers are doing i am in like the the (laughs) indiest indie bubble like I am in I, I'm in a fucking echo chamber everywhere I go, I swear to god. It's crazy.
0: It's easily done. I know I know I've I was kinda in that chamber a little bit when I was more on the media side of things and your Twitter like my Twitter for a while was just filled with other UK media people mm-hmm. and you can kinda get trapped in that world. I got bored of that world fast, but you can get <laughs> trapped in that
1: sort of Those are my people
0: we're not boring fuck off no media people not in Uh, not indie people people. like people that write for magazines and stuff and it's like eh. Uh, so i've kind of consciously tried to pull myself out of that i'm now feeling that i'm i'm you know you know when you start getting annoyed with the opinions of the group that you're following (laughs) i get that now with influencers like i'm just like i don't want to hear about goddamn influencers and then i realized it's because i follow too many of them on twitter i'm like oh need to scale that back
1: yeah you need a balance you need to you need to shake mm-hmm. it
0: out mm-hmm. but yeah it's definitely i mean fortnite i've like i said i've not i've not seen a game this big since pokemon go and that game for a hot minute was the hottest thing in the world and oh yeah this this has got a little more staying power than that so it's going to be interesting to see where this goes and what it does like who's going to stop spinning up these tournaments i imagine it's going to be the same companies that spin up a lot of the tournaments at the moment like e-league and esl and all those places and it's like okay gonna be interesting to see how this is all done also battle royale and fortnite as a format doesn't 100 how do you how do you do that do you have 100 people in a room playing at once how do you make that an eSport? What does that look like?
1: I don't know. Well, uh, and the other thing is, what scares me is how quickly people move from PUBG to Fortnite and how quickly they might move from this into the next Battle Royale, because you know the Battle Royales are coming. There's going to be so many. I bet, like, I'm not in Silicon Valley anymore, but oh my god, is there probably investor money getting thrown at this? This is the new thing, just like there was MMOs and shit before.
0: Yeah. Did you Did you see the Call of Duty uh, Battle Royale mode? Yep yeah yeah. i mean it kind of i kind of got the vibe i think uh it was maybe dan lowe again uh who tweeted saying that he got the sense that this might be like not quite done yet i mean that much was obvious because all they showed was a very brief cinematic trailer and they didn't really give you too many details mm-hmm. but it, it was pointed out there's like well this is a call of duties are in three year cycles now and three years ago battle royals were not something anyone was worrying about or yeah. <laughs> thinking about so and they, really it's been the last single year player
1: in order to, to get yeah. this happening
0: yeah they're, they're, they have got which has been the conversation with call of duty for a, god about five or six years that has been the media conversation of why do they still have the single player because no, you, nobody plays it and they throw so much money into it but you could invest that money in the bit that people keep playing and i mean i guess they didn't need to but now call of duty not being a market leader it kind of makes sense why spend that part of that hundred billion squillion Mm dollars on mapping kevin spacey's weird face when you could
1: can i point out something that the media maybe doesn't consider when they say that though a lot of if you have an established player Okay, so the biggest problem with Call of Duty or any game like that is getting new blood into the system when there's all these other people that are so so good at the game. Yes. Right. Getting it's the biggest problem with League of Legends right now. My God, to get in that game, you have to memorize instantly yeah. hundreds of. It's On ridiculous. top of the, their like explosive growth of the number of characters you can play, but beyond yeah. that, just like getting getting started is very very difficult. And so what you give is. A, just a taste. You give a single player campaign for the new people, and yeah, basically no one I plays get that. it. You don't hear from the people that play it because those people that play the single player campaign, they go there, they they kind of like learn the mechanics. They don't really talk about it, and then they dip their toe into the multiplayer. And if you don't have that single player campaign, I, you're you're not going to be able to keep growing the franchise. You're kind of just buckling down on the people you already have. They're, what that
0: what it seems like, what it seems like, what they are doing is. I believe they're called Situations in Rainbow Six, Mm -hmm. which is a game that has done amazingly well for a game that launched as a failure. He does quote marks and didn't do great for a year. And over the last three (sighs) to four years,
1: it's really built itself up. Such a great story in our industry right now. So many games are coming out and like tanking at launch and then picking up over time.
0: Yeah. Ubisoft just didn't give up on it, which was kind of cool. And it's now a very successful game again in the esports world it's become very successful it translated easily in terms of teams and whatnot but just online a lot of people playing it but call of duty seems to have taken the idea they have these little teach you the game like single player scenarios mm-hmm. in uh Rainbow six siege and that is what call of duty are doing they're kind of black ops if you're even interested but black ops for feels like it's like mishmashing a lot of stuff into its known formula so you've got heroes in there now as well like there's always been classes for the last few call of duties but they're making a point of them being characters and how in these single player situations you will learn a bit more about these characters when you're learning how to play them so you got that, and that you have healing in the game for the first time ever, rather yeah. than regenerative health. You have to heal. It's they're, they're definitely pulling in a lot of stuff from a lot of different games, and Battle Royale being in there, it does... I mean, the details they had were quite small. It sounded cool, but it was also like the, they never pointed out how many people are going to play it, like, how it's going to work, God. all that stuff.
1: Was it... I don't remember if it was actually the CEO of Activision that said this, but somebody, Activision had this famous quote that is, "We find inspiration from the innovation of other games," which is like the most. uh, Forrest told me that, and I was like, "That is the the (laughs) the most corporate speak way to say we steal shit."
0: Yeah, we do. I mean, it's again, it's like somebody else
1: gets it, and then we steal shit. And if we want their franchise, we buy them. That's actually um, Activision's mo. They mostly buy up uh studios that have innovated and, and have hit and then they milk them real well
0: yeah i mean uh, you look at you, uh, blizzard i would say they do they're now part of activision it's blizzard activision now mm-hmm. but i say now it's been like that for ages but they ha- <laughs> it's a similar thing right you see someone else like not necessarily you see someone else has made a game but you perfect and make the most polished marketable version of x genre and yeah go, you go. blizzard there i think is. is
1: the one Time like most Activision studios are fairly autonomous, but I suspect Blizzard is extremely autonomous. Oh, like I Activision they... does not say shit to Blizzard. Blizzard no. does what they want.
0: I think that's why it's Blizzard Activision. Like that's the name of the company. Yeah. <laughs> like it's when they. I don't think it was an acquisition. I think it was a merger. Like with that situation, because I think Blizzard they're doing okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, and Activision games are bought... going on there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go Even ahead. back when
1: they bought Blizzard, they had World of Warcraft at the time yeah yeah
0: they were doing fine like also call of duty is going to be on the battle.net launcher again for pc so now they've now the little activision tab has destiny 2 and black ops 4
1: this goes back to who can take down steam
0: yep i i (laughs) still think i i've still been thinking on your thing talking about epic where i think they they would definitely be poised to do something like that but it's another one where they're just like well why would why put it on Steam when Battle.net exists and people are fine with using Battle.net?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I You kind of gave me whiplash there because I was like, wait, are we talking about uh, which one? I think they... Yeah, we could see a, a situation where the market... So the thing is, none of these other storefronts are doing what Steam does of letting indie developers or other developers put their games on the storefronts you know what it's I mean.
0: it's true i That's mean where... i will i will say it does make steam a little crowded in that way where kind mm-hmm. of almost anything can just be slammed on it and you're like it can be difficult to just like bra- i generally only look at the front page and then what are the new games and what are the top games i going any deeper feels impossible because there's so much crap in there that i'm just like where do you even start
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Steam is definitely a pack of <coughs> games, but I mean, so is the Xbox, so is the PS4 Switches yeah. now, too. And I mean, if you think of these storefronts as um, the way you think of a console, right? Like, uh what if the the Battle.net is a storefront, and you can think of um, Call of Duty and of the Blizzard games as the exclusives to mm. that storefront? In the same way you think of, like, Halo as the exclusive that makes people buy the Xbox. Um yeah. If you think of it like that, Steam, is, Steam doesn't have the exclusives, what they have is just the entire market, and yeah. nobody else seems to want to sell other people's games on their storefronts.
0: No, that's like the only thing with this, with Destiny 2 and Call of Duty being on Battle.net is like you say, it's Activision Blizzard, so it's not really a huge leap to see why they would say, okay, well why don't we put it on that rather than putting it on Steam.
1: Yeah, but what interests me is why do they only... I I mean, that makes a lot of sense. They're cutting out the 30% that Steam has, but I'm curious why they're not going after the market that is we could sell other people's games. And, you know, because we already have all the infrastructure, we already have a storefront in the case of Mm. Battle.net. Like with the return system, everything that Steam has, we have as well. They could sell other people's games and take 30% of everybody's games. I mean, Steam is not... Like a, a lost leader. Like <laughs> Valve is making money off of those games on Steam. I'm just curious why Activision and other people with storefronts don't pursue it.
0: That is interesting because it seems like if you could go in and offer better terms than Steam are offering.
1: Or the same terms. I mean, like what? there's nothing stopping people come out, put their game on Xbox and PS4 and Steam. They could also put them on battle.net
0: that's true but i mean what's realistically what would be the incentive as a consumer for me to use battle.net instead of steam
1: oh it, it wouldn't i mean this would be for, both there's both a large the number of machine. consumers that don't have steam that have battle.net because they play only world of warcraft or only overwatch that's I, it's true same, i guess it's the, the epic fortnight like thing why is... do some consumers only have ps4 and the xbox and this is, for developers, it's just, like, you generally put your game on every storefront you can. <laughs> right? Like, uh, The Flame and the Flood is on GOG, good old games, and um, most developers put their games on Itch. I don't know why we didn't, but, uh, like, we're we're pretty much on every storefront we can get on.
0: Yeah, D- no, that makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Interesting, Gwen Frey.
1: It's- Yo, Activision, if you want to, like, hit me up and chat about this... <laughs> Like Activision. Bob calls. Hi, I'm Bob. I'm from uh I'm from Activision.
0: Bob Activision here, and uh I want to talk to you.
1: I it never fucking occurred to us in our you know, our company. Uh, oh, we didn't do it. Let's do you it. Know.
0: Me and you. <laughs> Bob Activision and Gwen Frey. We're gonna no. do this. We're gonna take over this goddamn town.
1: No, I'm sure they've like this isn't some crazy out there thought. I'm sure people at Activision have considered this. I'm just curious why <laughs> they decided not to do it or not to throw money into that the same way, I'm curious, like, if you have $100 million for your Epic, what do you invest in? I think what they did was the right thing. They invested in a prize pool for Fortnite to make sure that Fortnite grows as an eSport, but without building having to build the internal infrastructure that they have to support long-term. Like, I think what they did is smart. But Activision's sitting on a mountain of cash. They could throw $100 million at something. Maybe make a Starfront. Shit, man.
0: Maybe. I mean, a Call of Duty, I would say, is not necessarily the... Hotness, there was, but neither's Destiny 2, I guess. That isn't really tearing up the charts. Well, but,
1: true, but I mean, they I don't mean, need that. they're selling
0: loads. I don't know why I'm saying that, but.
1: They already have people, they don't need that. They already have people go into their battle.net every damn day. True. To play Overwatch in these games. Like, they don't need more new games. They've actually done the hard part, which is having the exclusives. That's true.
0: I mean, you- the thing is, like, people, like. I mean, you've got, like, the goddamn like i i like it's weird that i like battle.net but i resent like origin and i really resent Uplay. play <laughs> like, for some reason Uplay play just hits that area of me being like oh why do i because, especially because it normally goes through steam and then makes me open Uplay. play that's why i've hit the nail on the head it will make me open Uplay as well and i'm like why why think why, people, do you, why do you people need people forgave
1: battle.net first off because it's been around forever and also because you um most of the people that, when they first installed Battle.net, did it back before Steam was huge. Like, there was a time before Steam, remember? True. (laughs) Those days? You had to have... And it was... We were griping about that, actually, back... Like, I remember all the gripes. I remember the gripes back when uh, Valve said you had to be online to access your Steam library for... Like, I remember...
0: I remember remember that, actually.
1: I remember... And Battle.net's been around forever, right? Uh, And you've... I, I... i can't i don't know if battle.net was first or not actually
0: oh i have no idea on that front this was all pre me being able to play anything on pc so i remember reading stuff about steam and whatnot and being like oh this does not affect yeah. me in any way
1: but the idea that you need a login in order to play an online game for consumers that's just a one two of course i need a login to play an online game i need a handle like this is this is yeah. not weird whereas the idea of having a login to play like you know um a single player game anything from bioware that seems weird to me like why do i need to log in to play mass effect fuck off
0: yeah yeah right yeah that's fucking you play i'm i'm playing assassin's creed it's like you better log in online it's a single player game why do i need to be online yeah leave me alone <laughs> and i don't mind it being online i'm online anyway but it's the fact that i have to open your stupid program and then set up a when it's like set up a you play account
1: i don't want to set up a you play account <laughs> yeah yeah that's the that's that the funnel. you yeah. uh, you're you've hit a point in the. F- you're not getting through the funnel.
0: Ridiculous all of this will
1: be pointless someday soon anyway.
0: Very true. Someday Very there true. will be no
1: login. It'll all just be. Every game will be free to play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every game will be Every free game. to play.
1: Every game will be a mobile game.
0: Every game will be a free to play mobile microtransaction game. That yep. makes sense.
1: Or have ads. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or the game is an ad. Yeah. All games are ads. That's the future.
1: <laughs> Alright. I think we're out of stuff. I think so. It's been great. Thanks for chatting me, Chris Slate. <laughs>
0: no problem, Gwen Frey.
1: This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Slate, and you've been in the dialogue box.